You know what I was like during my glory days, do you? Welcome back to a podcast formerly known as Tapped In, currently known as a podcast formerly known as Tapped In. We got a new name. We doing it big. We flexing. Alex at Parliament right now. You see the red light. Always. You know what he's doing. Recording at the club. <laughs> As always, you know, we got the gang with us. We got young Marcus, a.k.a. Big Dolphin. A.K.A. the red, he's the red termite now. He's changed. What's your catchphrase, Marcus? You better watch your wood around me. (laughs) (laughs) Be your foundation shaking. What you been up to, man? Oh, my God. What's going on, Marcus? Hey, man, we on Zoom. We'll see how this works. Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, you know, just 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 posted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. I like to hear that. I like to hear my friends thriving. And as always, you know. All right, my bad, bro. Yep. My niggas struggle sometimes, you know. Yes, sir. Up next, my, we got my me? nigga Al. Jesus. <laughs> we got my nigga. We got Alex Riley, a.k.a. Big German Shepherd, a.k.a. AKA Doge the, King, Alex Riley. Hey, the, a.k.a. the Waskily Wabbit. What's good, Alex? Do-rag Alex. What's up? Yeah, do-rag activities. Uh, fuck Chet Hanks. You know, per usual. Fuck Chet Hanks. Fuck Chet Hanks. I want on the on the YouTube channel, I want you to put a big-ass banner that says fuck Chet Hanks. Fuck Chet Hanks. <laughs> Before and after every episode. Hey. <laughs> For sure. Intro, outro. Intro. Fuck Chet Hanks. Outro. I want one of those like crazy, one of those like crazy visuals that like scribbles all over the place and then just ends up spelling out fuck Chet Hanks. That's what I want our <laughs> intro to be as the uh music. I plays. can make that happen. Please, please. What music? Yeah. Oh, the uh, intro music. Just do the intro music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm with that. And we got Eric, uh, Eric oh. D. Andrews, the Anthony father of ten. <laughs> ten of them yeah. motherfuckers. Mr. Technical Difficulty. Big technical <laughs> difficulty energy. <laughs> it took me like an hour. I don't know, man. My Zoom made yeah, it fucking start It took me like a fuck. Here. We were literally supposed to start an entire <laughs> hour ago. But, you know, you know, that's the way she goes. You feel me? Yes. No? All right, well, let's let's get into it. Today, we are following up on a previous episode. You can check back on episode four. We talked about the serious release from Top Dog. I guess technically episode three, yeah, uh, because episode three is gone. That's a lost episode. Don't ask for it. Don't think about it. It goes one, two, four. That's it. If you you pay us, we'll drop it. it, If you pay us, (laughs) we'll drop it. We're just revisiting the uh, release that Top Dog was like hinting at. Uh, he it was real mysterious. We had a lot of theories. I think Marcus thought it was gonna be 
a Kendrick or SZA album. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be multiple albums. Uh, I thought they, he was just about to be like like announcing a bunch of albums all at once, which you know he, he didn't. He did not do that. Uh, Alex, what, what was your prediction? Did you have one? I said SZA. That's who I was thinking. SZA. Uh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I think I think Davon probably said. Davon said Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. Oh, Davon said Isaiah. Yeah, he yeah. predicted. I it, mentioned yeah. it. I mentioned it, but I, I didn't think that that was going to be it, honestly. Um, but I didn't either. Speaking of which, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he announced that. Well, he didn't even, even exactly announce it. Isaiah Rashad just dropped an album on the date that he was talking. Not an album, a single. He dropped a single. a single on the date that he was talking about. And the day previous, they had, like, a show. Did y'all catch that? There, uh, it was uh, like- You talking about the, the one on Fairfax? Like yeah, I think the, so. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. The, it was like a live performance that he mm-hmm. performed on Fairfax. They had like food yeah. trucks. He looked really hyphy. Kendrick, I think Kendrick and Schoolboy performed. Uh, oh, it really? Pretty dope. Yeah. They were all performing like their probably like latest shit. I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw Kendrick doing... Um, what song was it? I don't know. I I definitely saw them though. Probably were, were uh, they all performing up on the box? Uh, DNA. That's what he was doing. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were all performing up on that thing. Oh. Uh, yeah. That's actually I, pretty tight. Yeah. How did y'all miss that? Yeah, I, it was pretty dope. I, I didn't I miss go back and that look part. At that. Isaiah Rashad today he posted um a video from it, but mm. he only posted it was like a two minute clip. And it showed like before, during, and after this event. Yeah. And uh, it was, I didn't see anyone else performing. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So have y'all listened to the new single by Isaiah Rashad? Yep. What I do y'all did. think of it? Um, I, I was on <laughs> a new challenge, <laughs> <laughs> mystery man. What's up? <laughs> Oh God! A new challenger approaches. It's Young oh, Shoddy came Yo, through I mean, at the man, last man, minute. Came Shadows. through at the last minute. Hey, Mr. Seduction. <laughs> in the time. dark, in the dark, in the dark. Hey, all right. Now I gotta give you a official yeah. uh, intro. Up, you, your audio on? It says it's connecting to his audio. He looked like he. Um, that shit, like, he looked like fuck? he coming live from in, fi- in front of like a, a fire in a lodge cabin up in the mountain. <laughs> yeah, live from the yeah, live from the inside of a volcano. We got young cocaine shoddy, aka Davon, aka the Mountain Man, aka uh uh Paul Bunyan. What's good, Day? Uh, Day? No, <laughs> we were past you, him. We, we were <laughs> into the Isaiah Rashad part. Yeah, we were already into it. Yeah. <laughs> What's good, bro? I mean, like, popping like that. It's all good? good. No, it's perfect. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> hey, that single week though. Oh my god! Here you go. <laughs> you didn't like it? I like it. it no, you don't like doing that. It Duke is Deuce not a good song. Is? He had a better verse than Isaiah. Come Look. on, dude. I, I don't Isaiah think didn't that. even have a verse. It, I, it was like exactly. Isaiah, yeah, it wasn't even like point. a real. Well, I'm not. Well, okay, so you can't really say that his. It's like he had a better verse because Isaiah didn't really have a verse. He, he just like 
mumbled the whole time. Well, then how is and it, it was his, still dope? How is it? His, I mean, it's dope. Has good energy, but I, I I don't know. Isaiah didn't um, yeah, he wasn't rapping. Like yeah, me, he did the chorus and he did like a small. It's like verse. a bridge, like almost. Yeah, it was, it was like, literally like a bridge. It yeah. a, I agree with Devon. Well, I'm not gonna say I agree. Like I don't think it's trash per se, but I think it's it was underwhelming for sure. Like especially like the way they hyped this thing up. Like they put the whole very. Team. And then I just wasn't really feeling it. Like I usually like Duke Deuce. Like I enjoy a lot of his music. So, Crunk ain't dead. Yeah, like I literally. Like, and he's just a funny. He's like always dancing and shit. And I normally like Isaiah Rashad too, but I've never heard of Duke Deuce. Um, he has some like pretty big like viral songs here and there, but like Memphis rapper dancing all the time. Is that wait? That's not the dude that, that was doing song. that dance. Is that the dude that was doing that like uh dance where he like throws the money up? Is that him? No, uh, when he's like know, dancing he, on the floor, he does like choreograph. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He do be dancing though. Yeah, it's not that dude though. It's not him. I don't I wait, hold up, pause, dude. Eric. Are you are you recording? I am. Yeah. You're recording on Audacity. No, I'm recording on OBS, bro. We good. All right, that's the motto. Yeah. If, Devon, what'd you say earlier? I was about to say, how can you like his old albums? You know what he can rap like, but you like this single that he just dropped. I didn't say I like because I know it's underwhelming. Are you unless you're talking to Eric? It seems like Eric likes it more than you do. <laughs> I I like the song. Yeah, I I mean, I feel like sure it wasn't like he. I feel like he didn't like really give like a real verse, but also I, mean, I think it's still choice like choice for a single. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, especially I the first agree single with that. out. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it it was a good single choice. It it wasn't. I'm just saying I like the song. I like the and beat. The beat was dope. The vi- did you guys see the video? Yeah, the video was tight. Video was cool. I don't think video I saw the video. Big I like the my video song. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the video helps uh with the energy of the song you know what i mean yeah yeah sometimes if you watch the video and hear the song at the same time you get more hyphy i think that's sort of what ha- how it was for me you know what i mean like mm-hmm. but uh it's a weird it's a it's a weird first single i agree with that it I, i'm it is a weird single and it was a weird single to put out after all the hype i feel like him making that hype for him kind of it kind of um like fucked that. him up a little bit because everybody's like oh a Kendrick album oh SZA album we've been waiting for years and then mid-tier Isaiah song where he's barely on really basically a, basically a Duke Deuce song he's like okay we're building up all this hype and a Duke Deuce drop song drops <laughs> That's yeah, they, random. they definitely set the bar really high with them like teasing it. It's like, oh, yeah, May 7th, like, so yeah, like, you're, I agree with you. Like, we were all speculating who's going to drop at that point. Like, Kendrick mm-hmm. SZA, who's going to be, and then Isaiah Rashad drops a mid, you know. Yeah. So, I if mean, I'm still back... on his album. Oh, but of course. I just wonder, like, if this is the single, like, what's the rest of the album going to sound like? Is it going to sound like this shit, or is it? Yeah, like, that's, what's, a, what's that's a good on? question, too. Yeah. <laughs> The song that came on after that should have been the first single. Yeah, I didn't I hear that. I didn't that. When he was rapping. Yeah. He was actually rapping. 
Damn, yeah. I didn't even hear that. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of that song. I I he was rapping. It would make sense. You know, for me, I feel like a first sing, single should be something that sort of showcases what people have been sort of missing out on in the absence of Isaiah Rashad, which mm-hmm. we didn't really get. It was more of like a kind of a just a hyphy song. Um, it's supposed to be the like the biggest banger on the album. Like, is that what he says? For, don't please uh-huh. don't tell me no, that. No. Don't tell me that. Wait, what? No, 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 no. I'm oh, saying, but like, like a usually single a single. is supposed yeah, to be the, yeah. a single is supposed to be the the oh, biggest. Oh, I think you want that song to. Oh my god! No. I was like, hell no, 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 no. What he said that? Um, I hope not. Truly, I, I truly hope. I, and I don't not. think it could be. I mean, I think we'll get more Isaiah Rashad songs than we will Isaiah yeah. featuring someone who's more prominent in a song than Isaiah. Uh, I agree with that. I think, it, uh, but you know, I think there was a lot of anticipation for an album dropping or something like that. I think uh, Top Dog Entertainment, they sort of always kind of go the slow route with the rollouts of their of their people, with the exception of Kendrick, because he dropped Damn, or he dropped uh, um, Humble, and then like a week later, he dropped Damn. But yep. everybody else, there's sort of like this buildup. Like and a month so, away. Yeah. And so I think what we're seeing right now is just the start of a summer, hopefully dominated by top dog entertainment people. We already got SZA songs. We already got a couple of SZA songs. We got Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. Um, we know that Kendrick, you know, has songs, has recorded music videos. So mm-hmm. I think I think top dog entertainment, what they usually do is they start to sort of build hype around a, a, like a, a couple of different people on their album. And I think right now with Isaiah Rashad having his moment, I think SZA has been in her bag this year. Hopefully we see someone else, even if it's just Isaiah Rashad and SZA this summer, that'd be cool too. Um, they're, like but the, it's, they're like the MCU of music. Yeah, but it's it's sort of it's it's sort of like a slower rollout. Um, yeah, yeah. I can definitely. They do. They really fucking. Uh, when did the like? Uh, of course, everybody's waiting on Kendrick to drop something, but who who literally who knows when that's going to be? That could be next year. Like we all expect it to be this year. Yeah, because it's been what five years going yeah, on he, he could pull a rihanna or damn kind of like a hype song the hard part four. Oh yeah oh he yeah he, he sure did, did. yeah 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 um i think this is a drop scissor drop singles mm-hmm. so it makes me wonder if if that's what this summer is going to be just like isaiah scissor and kendrick and then maybe next year they'll do who knows if we'll even some get other Kendrick, people. you know that's like, a good point yeah i think Honestly, on the you go ahead alex i was gonna say uh regarding this summer i feel like schoolboy q is like a good artist to drop in the summer because he usually makes pretty hype music and like with things opening back up i feel like people are gonna want to hear that shit like outside and like at, and i feel like he's usually a good like tour artist like we talked about like a couple episodes ago oh yes like, a yeah, big so tour I feel like, artist he could benefit a lot from dropping the summer, in my opinion. I don't know. Maybe like summer, like fall, that range. I don't know. Like just kind of like crunk music or like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Because... Well, it's. Go ahead, Eric. 
Oh, I was just going to say because um, Isaiah is going to drop what I believe is probably going to be a good album, but I doubt he's going to have any summer bangers on it. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of what they need to stay relevant. And Schoolboy Q has kind of been, he's kind of oh, held the reins on, huh? I can't hear you. He dropped a summer banger to you. Who? I wouldn't say that's a summer banger. I just said I like the song. Yeah. I didn't say it was a summer banger. <laughs> I didn't say it was uh, a big old bop. Nothing. Um, well, but also, having not heard from Isaiah Rashad in so long, it's easy to to feel overly enthusiastic initially off of just anything that we get from him. Um, and I think that's kind of where me and Eric are at because yeah. – you know, maybe in a month from now, it's just like, all right, that that song wasn't all that. And especially <laughs> when the album drops, you know, it could be that we gravitate to other songs more. I yeah. think I wanna... more importantly than any than this song being like a really good song is that it's just it just means that um, Isaiah Rashad is like getting ready to drop something and a project yeah. like a full project. I want to counter what you said because I've. Cause I was thinking about this also, cause like I don't really like the single now, but I know like with certain artists, like some songs just make more sense once you hear it in the context of a full album. So this could be like one of the songs for me. Like like I said, I don't think it's that bad, and I could definitely see why people would like it. Like it's a dope beat. Like I can definitely hear it out. But just like given the wait time, I was a little disappointed. But I guess we'll see when the album comes out if it makes more sense or not. Why you picked this song? I feel like, and that could also be a testament to why so many people don't aren't really fucking with it because it didn't live up to the hype that was built so a lot of people who probably aren't like humongous fans of isaiah rashad like myself and i assume marcus as well yeah what big fans yeah like a big fan of isaiah rashad i i'm like a medium I, i'm a pretty fan. big fan of isaiah rashad like i, I like him i would say sure. i'm a pretty huge fan Did you guys what um, you think about the second album i loved it Okay. See, I liked I liked his first album more than his second, so that's why I'm a mid tier Isaiah Rashad yeah. fan. I'm with you. Like, I like Shiva demo a lot, but I didn't like yeah. Sun's Tirade all that much. So I like, love the second. This is like album. kind of like a proving album for me, I guess. Like, just kind of see what direction he'll fall. Like, if I like him or not. So I feel like the third album, at that point, you can kind of tell. You can kind of, it, yeah. It'll either be more Cliva demo or whatever its na- name is. It'll be or, a demo. Sons, yeah, yeah whatever or son's uh tirade and yeah. and i what? think yeah alex that's a good point that um we'll see sort of what he wants to do with his artistry i feel like the first album for a lot of people especially first album for a lot of people they just got signed the out the the record label is trying to figure out where their place is and so the first album might be more um commercial and that's kind of what i get mm. from his first album really? as opposed to his second album yeah because at that point you can tell that that first album of his was recorded um sort of in conjunction with SZA's first album with tde right mm-hmm. um and so mm-hmm. you, you you sort of get this continuity that um top dog entertainment was going through similar producers they have these new artists trying to find their sound 
So I feel like Top Dog definitely helped mold those albums probably more. These are new artists. They're trying mm. to find out what works, what doesn't. And there was, I feel like there was more bangers on the first Isaiah Rashad album as opposed to the second. And the second album, the rollout was a lot quieter. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it was. It kind of just dropped. And maybe that's because Top Dog Entertainment was having, was just quieter in general. When SZA and Isaiah Rashad got signed, I think around that same time, they also had their, um, the Top Dog, um, what's it called? On BT Awards, the Cypher. Oh, Cypher, yeah. Um, and yeah. so there was just like a lot of hype around Schoolboy Q, Collard Greens. There was a lot of hype around Kendrick Lamar's second album, um, Good Kid, Mad City. So there was just a lot of things at play. And I think the second album for Isaiah Rashad, and I don't know this, but it seems maybe that's more along the lines of what he, where he wants to be sonically. Um, mm-hmm. So with this third one, we'll see what his intent is for essentially the future of him making music you know what i mean i I honestly find it interesting that y'all don't really fuck with the second album more than the first one like what what songs do y'all like off the first album um i'll have a look at the track list i can pull up my phone i'll say that my favorite heavenly father Heavenly Father um, is probably the best song on there, I would say. But also, uh, the song, what's the song with SZA? Stuck in the song. That's, that's on the, the, that's uh, on the second album. No, Ronnie Drake, West Savannah. Ronnie Drake, these, West Savannah. These both have SZA. Love those yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. Um, Clive Demo. Sylvia Demo. Her, I like. Uh, Sylvia demo, yeah. Webby flow, uh, is a, I like Webby flow a lot. Webby no, flow hereditary. Fire, yeah. I mean, shot you Modern. down. I like all those. I like it's almost. Just, I would say almost all the songs are separate. I don't fuck with Brad Jordan at all. I, I fuck with Brad Jordan too. I, I like Scarface. Like I like the actual like Scarface, the rapper Brad Jordan. So like that song hit different for me. Feel for like me. I'm Brad Jordan. No, I don't like that song. <laughs> Every other me, song, I will say that on um on. Sylvia demo. I do like all the songs except for Brad Jordan. Yeah. On um, the Sun's tirade, I there are maybe two song, two or three songs that I don't like. But I think, true, honestly, I think this is the better album. Sun's like, tir- tirade. I think Sun. I feel like Sun's tirade is the is a better album. Like uh, conceptually. As well as, and it's interesting because I say conceptually, but the pretty much the point of the album is that he didn't know what to rap about. Like, so, but everybody was kind of just like pushing him to release it. And he kind of just made an album about not knowing what to talk about because he didn't really have anything going on. Uh, But I think it was just, I honestly think it was just a better album had uh what's wrong is a super good song do y'all like that song what's wrong with uh kendrick and i think zakari is on it i can't even tell you i can't even tell you yeah. any song off the album i that's, think y'all need to even to know it. like that's, that that's my issue with that album. was like it's just all forgettable to me and that's why i, I didn't like i just think didn't stick. i think y'all need to re-listen to it um that's y'all homework is to re-listen to the sun's tirade and tell me 
what that y'all think. No. That song's fire. That's forgettable. No, for real. I I know. I, I think I, I, I can't think, think of what it sounds this, like. I feel like this is a I feel like this is an album that y'all would really fuck with for some reason. I tried listening right. to it, but I, I I'm telling you, I don't. Interesting. I like um, Stuck in yeah. the Mud, and then there's one other song. It's like almost on like a techno beat. I can't even think of what it's a called. But I like that. It's like, yeah, it's a techno. weird beat. Um, mm. I can't think of what it's called. And I can't even tell you what the name of the song is. Just looking at the track. <laughs> I can't even tell you the name of the album. It's yeah. called Sunstime. <laughs> he knows what the fucking name of the album is. Davon, did you fuck with this album? The second I one? Did. Yeah. More than the first? Probably. Interesting. And you know, Alex, I feel like a lot of people that I do talk about the second album with would agree that the second album is, they like it more. I think Yama likes the second album more. Yeah. Someone else. I I feel like for the most part, most people like Isaiah's second album more than the first, but I, I just can't, I can't, not me. Yeah, I I I just didn't fuck with it either. So I remember when we went to Texas and Fred was kind of the saying the same thing that y'all were saying. There he was yeah. basically saying like it's really forgettable and that uh he wasn't a huge like he wasn't really a fan of the second album. But as I was playing the songs for him, he was like, You might be onto something. I might have to recheck it out. And now he I think he would now agree that this is the better album as well. But but I will agree I will say also in that uh aspect probably the first time i listened to it i don't think i was hooked um i think it just kind of i think the song's kind of just coming up naturally in my shuffle it just kind of like made me listen to them more and then probably you know go back into the album and really listen to it not even saying that you have to really listen to it because i think it sounds good too uh but I don't know. It might just take another try, honestly. Some albums are like that, I think. I agree. I'll have to go back. Yeah. I'll give it another listen. Um, my thing is, I listened to it initially when it had first dropped, and I was like, no, nah, I don't like it. And then I listened to it buried. again. I listened to it again only because people were like, I fuck with this one more. And on my second listening uh, to it, I liked it even less because I didn't understand <laughs> what everyone's hype was for it you know what i mean like i was just like i just wasted it i just wasted my time again to come up with the same answer so i'm gonna listen to it a third time and i guess if i don't see it if i don't like it this third time i'm gonna come see you you probably don't like it yeah i'm trying to think of um an example of an album that i did not fuck with at all at first i can give you one it only takes heartbreaks i would say so much fun for young thug like I know, like I love the album now, but when I first heard that shit, like I was like, "This is all right." I think I maybe like like one song off of that shit, but then I kept mm. listening to it. Same with Days Before Rodeo, actually, with Travis Scott. Like when I first heard that shit, because it's such a different sound. Like I was like, yeah. "I don't like this," but then like I just kept Man, going. Days back Before Rodeo, I was hooked. I wasn't. It was like maybe I the third love Days Before Rodeo. Listen. I was kind of hooked too. It's funny because I don't fuck with Young Thug at all. No, I wouldn't say at all, but I'm I'm not like a big fan of Young Thug, but I really fucked with so much fun. Like I, I listen to that album all the time. And I've never listened to a Young Thug album. Like I hear, I've heard a bunch of his songs, but I've never like really like fucked with him. But let that me see. I don't think Marcus, really you said a whole thug project. <laughs> What'd you say? Really, really uh, 
I don't think I will willingly listen to a Young Thug project. Young Thug, man. I don't know. You kind of just like, it, like that's kind of singles, but nah, I can't do it with the whole album. Posting the multiple albums his in a row. You got you got to suspend. Young Thug is funny, man. You got to suspend a lot of um I don't know what you'd call it. I don't like Young words. Thug as a person really, but uh <laughs> his his music is his music's tight. I like I, gotta, I, I wasn't big until Jeffrey. Um, Kanye was playing Young Thug at his his first yeah. uh, Yeezy thing that he did, where they're up, he was like up playing music, and this Rats is like it, around Rats the garden, yeah, yeah, around the time of uh, Life Is Pablo, and he was playing yeah. that that whole album basically. And at the end, he was playing, um, was it dripping? The the it's like the beat that goes, bum, 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 and then it's and then thug thug baby. That I think song. it's. I think it's dripping or uh, the first song on the album. I can't think of what it's called. It's one of those two because I know he did both. But after that, I was hooked. And then you and Yam got me onto the uh, that uh, the country Billy. Made Billy, yeah. Billy, yeah. <laughs> and I yo. was like, yo, this is this is tight. This is goofy. That that was. Oh, I'm not man. like a super I... huge Young Thug fan, but I fuck with them. I actually have the perfect example of an album that had to grow on me because I didn't fuck with it at first, really. And this is going to be, this is a pretty hot take, but Channel Orange, I I didn't fuck with it at first, like almost at all. Like I tried to listen to it. Yeah, for real. (laughs) That is a classic. I know. I understand. Look, I, I think, and it came out when we were in high school. Yeah. No, just after. Just well, Eric, you're school? younger than us, but well, I was still in oh, high school. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. So why it was the year after, um, after we, me and Alex and Shadi had graduated, and yeah, um, I think you were a senior at that point. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it came out, and then everybody was talking about it, and I was like, I, I was, I was also fairly new to listening to Frank Ocean at all. I, I didn't, I wasn't familiar with any of his music. Most um, people were though. That's he was so mysterious that there wasn't even. No, I yeah. take that back. Nostalgia Ultra, that was a classic. Also, Never heard so. that. Never heard that. You still, still haven't heard it? No. That shit is hard. Is that Bro. A, like a mixtape? Yeah, it's like yeah, a mixtape so. EP, but that, yeah, you would love that I'm going to have to go listen Strawberry to Swing? it now. Oh, American Wedding? I feel like I didn't have all that context to... But and you, so when I started listening, where you just started listening. Year when we was wiling out, not with y'all. Demon, I talked to y'all. On, I talked to y'all on Xbox. Nope, not. I didn't even talk to y'all on Xbox. I don't think I even talked to. you. I talked to y'all on Xbox for like the, the end of y'all senior year. Um, but yeah, so we was too um, cool for with you, Frank man. Ocean. Shut up, nigga. I was too cool. No, I wasn't cool. Not in high school. Not at oh damn. Hey, let it fly. We have that brother. You ain't that motherfucking scene. No, 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 no. We're not doing that. Nick. Nick. Hey, I don't even have the time mark, so I can't even uh I can't even record. I'm gonna have to go through it anyway. It doesn't matter. How far into this are we, Eric? Uh we're about we're probably hit uh we're probably a little over 30. Audacity doesn't doesn't Um, but yeah, but yeah, uh, um no, I'm OBS, OBS tells me. Yeah. What is what is OBS? Uh, but let me finish up what I'm up. 
30. Yeah, yeah. I'm just about to finish what I was about to say. But I'm Go ahead and finish. But um, what I was saying is uh, I listened to Channel Orange, but I didn't really fuck with it that much, really. I didn't even, like, ta- uh, latch on to any songs, like, not even Pyramids. But uh, later on, after... <laughs> After I listened to Blonde, I was like, holy fuck. This Damn. might be one of the greatest artists. It took you to yeah, Blonde? I, I to, started on to... Blonde. I, it Damn. took me to Blonde. I don't like Blonde. And then after being... In... What? You don't like Blonde? <laughs> after being hooked on Blonde... <laughs> hey, you, you said what he said. <laughs> he said what he said. After being like completely hooked on blonde, um, every night fucks every day. Uh, yeah, all that's right, when I it. went back to. That's when I've been went back to pyramids, and then now I fucks with it. But I don't know. It, I just didn't fuck with it at first for some reason. That's it crazy. had to grow on me. But yeah, that's all we got for that topic. And the topic to recap was not Frank Ocean, but Isaiah Rashad's latest single. Yeah. I'm, up, I'm up on you. Well, let's talk some more about Frank Ocean. <laughs> Anyways, uh, into episode six of the Amazon's animated series Invincible, we see our boy Mark getting his ass beat once again. This it's just a thing that's happened now. It's it's like just every story. episode, pretty much. Every episode, this man is getting his ass. This man is not invincible. He has no hands. Why did what? He's staying work. <laughs> he has no hands. No, no, no. Let's let's do the uh let's do you're the, right, you're uh, right, you're right. Let's not get into it first. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Marcus, what were your first impressions of the episodes, my boy? Um, you know, in the words of Alex Riley, I fucked with this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this this episode, we're on episode six, you said? Yeah. Yeah, episode six. Yep. I don't even know what happened notes. in this episode. That's why you um, take fucking notes. I have that, notes. It was like the robot guys turning people into robots, and he's like on a date with oh, Amber. Oh, right. It's the high school, it's the oh. college, the college visit. So this DA episode, Sinclair. This this episode was interesting <clears throat> because um we just see the sort of progression of Mark's personal life with Amber. Things are on the rocks. They decide to go on the school trip together after you know he told her that he got hit by a bus. Um, and you know, it's, it's a more of the personal relationships episode for Mark. Cause it's him and his homie, I forget his homie's name. Um, and then him and Amber, and then is this the episode where robot is, uh, you know, doing his shady biz? Yeah. With the Mars. Um, yeah. Like you, you kind of start to see it in this episode. Or maybe we saw that at the end. It's the more end. about him, uh, like with Monster at the, Girl at the college. Ro- um, no, robot with Monster Girl. Right, robot and Monster Girl, their relationship, mm-hmm. um, and Eve going out on her own. I kind of like that yeah. a lot. It's, I mean, I don't, I don't care a whole lot about her, her home life, but she's sort of coming into her own as as what she wants to do with her powers and how she wants to help people, but not necessarily, you know, be in the thick of things, you know? 
Yeah. Um, I got a, and it, go ahead. I was just about to say, I got a lot of questions about Adam Eve, but yeah, yeah. Alex. Yeah. What was your first impression of this episode, brother? So first impression, I liked it. But then, so I watched episode six and seven both today. And after yeah. I saw episode seven, I was like, all right, six it doesn't even like come close <laughs> to that shit. But to stay on episode six, like it was cool. It was a good episode. Like what Marcus kind of touched on, you see, you kind of reached like a boiling point for like Mark and Amber's relationship. Like he's like trying to bounce as much as he can, but like she's obviously suspicious. So like my initial thoughts is like, okay, okay, at what point did she like find out that he's a superhero? And then I started, I was like, okay, she probably knows at this point. Like she's not dumb. Like so, I kind of uh, assumed that in this episode. But I mean, overall, it was cool. Like it's on par with the rest of the season, you know. Like I fuck with it, you know. Like normal. I fuck with this episode. <laughs> It's like a, you know, it's it's a, it's, cool. It's, it's cool. It's more yeah. into the whole uh, coming of age story that Mark has going on. Yeah. You know, he's he's yeah. becoming a man. He's going to he's starting to think about college and yeah. I think it does that well, you know. Mm-hmm. And I can't even say that it's a filler because sort of who he's becoming as a as a person is someone who is definitely torn between his two worlds where it's the school the traditional college student and um the superhero but davon what's what's your impression what you got day i'm sorry bro i can't hear you i can't hear you either. i thought this one was pretty cool um, i <laughs> my boy had an epiphany after his latest ass work if you want to go work at the soup kitchen full time or not, he he should. Hey, he mess it up. He was like, "Hey, you know so what? Maybe college tours and stuff. Maybe I ain't yeah. cut out for this life." Bro, Mark, I'm sick of Mark. I'm not even gonna lie. <laughs> I'm sick of. I'm sick of Mark. I'm tired of sticking his ass with every hey, fucking episode. Hey, man, that's that's just what makes. Uh, eventually, I think things will pay off, and we'll be I'm like, sure. "He's like, yo, okay. Mark is at this point now." Yeah, but he started. He reminds me of like, season. go ahead. He reminds me of like Gohan. You know, he just kind of like bitch made for like so long, and then he finally gets that point. Like when he turns Super Saiyan, it's like, okay, he's cool, but like mm-hmm. I ain't reached that part that point for Mark yet. So like, far less crying than Gohan. Oh yeah, bro. for sure, for sure. <laughs> Gohan cried like so. Yeah, Eric, what's know, your Gohan... impression, man? Yeah, Gohan cried a lot. Um, uh, this episode is cool. I think there's a lot of interesting things that happened that went on in there. A lot of little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it was a lot of little interesting things put together into one whole episode. I didn't know all these episodes are all the episodes an hour long. Like 45. This episode. This episode, I think, was the shortest. It was 44 minutes. Mm-hmm. I think, right? It's, it's like 44 that. minutes and 51 seconds. And so it's definitely, no, I don't want to say it's like one of the lighter episodes, but I don't know. It, 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 um, I'm glad that it's only 44 minutes, you know? Yeah. A big thought that I have on episodes like this, because they come up, there's episodes where it's like, oh, action pack shit. Oh, superhero shit. And then these smaller episodes where he's like you know fucking with amber or having some parental issue whatever i feel like these episodes are important to show that mark is 
base mark is human like he's not 100% a human but he is human like you know he does human shit he does um he has human feelings he cares about people Um, yeah he has human tendencies and I think uh, these episodes are important to show that Um, and it also shows a lot of his friendship dynamics like with Adam Eve how she's covering for him at the beginning of the episode Uh, like again she really gives a fuck about Mark for some I I, I assume it's because she likes him I think she uh, I think she's horny and uh, I wouldn't even say that she is. I think she's just really. I think, yeah. I mean, I think that she likes him for sure, but I don't think she's just like out here fiending for Mark. You know? Okay, I, mean? I, know, I wasn't serious about her like fiending. But then why'd you say it, then Eric? Hey, sometimes <laughs> I say a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? So you saying you just, just be talking? What you trying to get into? What you? What you? What do you mean by that? What you trying to get into? Um, but yeah, you see her, you see, um, like that's probably one of the first things where she's like, uh, I covered with Eve for you. Um, and I think that's Amber. really cool. Uh, yeah. Amber, yeah, I covered with Amber for you. Um, also, we see like kind of a new dynamic with his uh, best friend. Like, we, like they. What's his best friend's name again? William, I want to say. William Clockwell. Yeah, something like that. I think his name is it, William. It is. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they show a lot more uh, interactions between them and like how, like what kind of dynamic they have as friends. Uh, it dives a little deeper in with uh, Ambrosia, and I think yeah, it was just a cool episode. I think. Um, he didn't. Even help out. He did it. I mean, he did. Yeah, he did. what? <laughs> when it was too late. Yeah. Uh, a robot. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That was kind of sad. Will was definitely trying to that tell him, like, you know, like, but he's like, I, I need Amber. He need he was he needed that. You know what he he was down bad. <laughs> he, he, was, oh. he was down bad. He, he is down yeah. bad. Yeah. Whereas oh, in most episodes, yeah, yeah, but not for Mark. Whereas in most episodes, Mark has to balance the superhero with his relationship with Amber. In this episode, he was basically balancing. The needs of trying to patch things up with Amber, and then yeah. also trying to um, help his homie Will, uh, mm-hmm. and it's you know it's all just trickle down from his superheroics because if he wasn't in such a bad place with Amber because he got his ass beat in the last episode, then yeah they would have been all right, and then he could have helped William. He's really seeing the full extent to which superheroism affects his personal life and has his personal relationships sort of divided and and trying to figure out where his priorities lie, even outside of being a superhero, because he has to make time for Amber. He has to make time for William. And in the process of juggling these personal relationships, he essentially fumbles all of them while continuing to be a bad superhero in the process, you know? Yeah. I feel like rainbow Eric. (laughs) I feel like we also see uh, a lot of examples of Mark's emotions getting the best of him. Like 
with him ignoring uh his best friend because of you know how he's feeling about amber like he's letting his emotions control him um and that's something that's kind of just telling about him as a person and not him as a superhero or as a viltrumite or anything like that he's just he's just somebody who sometimes lets his emotions get the best because he was all mopey and shit after you know amber dumped him and he just needs to stop being a little bitch is what i say i agree that's such an an easy (laughs) thing to say and it means nothing you agree with nothing alex you agree with him not being a bitch I think Eric should just stop being down bad. How about that? You know, that, that's that's dismissive. And it doesn't Mark, mean it, it's not. Mark is bitch made. <laughs> he, okay, by stop being a little bitch, I means he needs to go to fucking therapy. That man needs therapy. He man. gets his ass beat every day. He needs some more training. He, he needs, needs more training. He doesn't his, time dad, time his, dad, his dad stuck him in the chest and he has not recovered from it still. <laughs> <laughs> he's still hurting from it he's still traumatized that man needs therapy he broke up this old lady he he's traumatized as fu- he has to be traumatized as fuck i think what we see is all the heroes in the show are fucked up i don't think they you are, can be a hero and just be up. be cool because yeah. rex Floda is just a straight up asshole robot yes. has robots a robot who has a weird proclivity to monster girl that yeah is just weird um it's very weird you know like you have these people they're all just humans i think what this show in the first season up you know in every episode up till now tries to paint mark as beyond anything else but beyond a superhero beyond a viltrumite is he's a human and he's imperfect and also, he just gets his ass beat constantly. <laughs> constantly. It's been, it's been Constant half a year. L. It's only been six months. He's only been superheroing for six months. And he sucks at it. He's bad. Oh, uh, about his human thing. Cecil actually makes a comment at towards the beginning of the episode where uh, he's he makes a comment about Cecil how with Mark Omni-Man. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, he's human. And he's a teenage boy. And that's reassuring. Like he even says that that's reassuring. Yeah. Um, and you can. And Omni Man wasn't too like, happy with motherfucker. that. Motherfucker. He's a Viltrumite, God damn it, <laughs> Viltrumite teenagers don't do anything. They listen yeah. to me. Omni Man also in his feelings, man. He because Omni Man let pop. his son get his ass beat because he was just like, "Well, I told you so." You know what I mean? Yeah, like, he's a fucking bastard. Um. Like Vegeta, almost. Huh. Kind of remind me of Vegeta a little bit. Like proud. He's proud, like Vegeta. Well, is, yeah. hey, you know what? And also, the Viltrumites kind of seem a lot like. Uh, Same. And in, in a lot of ways, the the show is a lot like um, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure if that was something that was sort of intended or what, but there's definitely those parallels, right? Um, yeah. Between Viltrumites and Saiyans, but we don't need to get into that. For sure. What um, else? Eve's powers? Crazy. It's funny yeah, that her dad, that's all her dad does is yell, and then she just <laughs> rearranges <laughs> the face? doors in the house. The do- <laughs> what <laughs> is her power? Her So her power is she can rearrange atoms and essentially make stuff. And 
but I think it's a little broader because it ends up being telepathy atom manipulation. So she's essentially just reorganizing reality because she's, she can control atoms. Um, she's basically Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, the I, think, I, I, I feel she's like that's a pretty basically the same apt, thing. Yeah. You, just without the, the sort of omnipotence of Dr. Manhattan. That's why because, that's what I'm a little confused about. You would think her power would be would make her like omnipotent. No, she not. could basically do anything. Well, Dr. Manhattan was just essentially he had to like make himself and he kind of came into his omnipotence all at once. She has some of the powers of Dr. Manhattan, not all of the powers. So she can't see forward and past and sideways and all I guess sorts of true. directions and stuff. And I think that's sort of what made Dr. Manhattan more of a godlike character mm -hmm. and she also um she hasn't displayed like the ability to rearrange her own atoms so that she can teleport she sorts of she sort of just projects her abilities on atoms around her and create things like uh force fields um she uses it to fly really fast yeah, she as you uses can see, it she like her dad you can to... see her power used it on her uh, feet. Yeah, when she flies. Yeah, exactly. I should cosplay as Doctor Manhattan. I feel like you'd make a good Doctor Manhattan just because you're so you're bald. Yeah, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it <laughs> just because you're bald. I think I could. I think I could do a good Doctor Manhattan cosplay. I would. I could see. I just it, man. need. I just need a, a banana hammock and then. A lot of blue paint. Um, in the movie, he didn't even use a banana hammock. I might fuck around and just look like Buster Blue from <laughs> from Arrested Development. Yeah. He was part of the Blue Man Group. Not Buster. Uh, uh, Tobias. Uh, Tobias. Tobias yeah, Funke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a Blue Man Group. That's, that's a just... deep. That's a deep cut. We don't need to go into Arrested Development. We you're lost right, Shotty right. and we lost Alex and we also lost our viewers. So. Yeah, we did. And I lost myself. This is why I'm in therapy. therapy. I'm glad you're in therapy, man. <laughs> this is the depression hour with Eric. <laughs> Too soon, man. Too soon. Shit. Shout out to Eric, man. Shout out, shout out to therapy. Hey, all y'all go to therapy. What's our what's our time at? Should we start doing our ratings? No, not yet. It, we're at oh yeah, we're close, but there's something I want to talk about with uh D.A. Sinclair. First off, what y'all think about that dude? The dude who built the robots. I thought he's pretty cool. I really liked... I, I kind of liked Alex. <laughs> I thought he was cool. I kind of like... Like, he's cool. Like I feel like he kind of aligned with my thinking how he was talking about um, his speech in the classroom and he was like, what do we do when we need to move fast? We get in a car and shit like that. I feel like he was talking about how as we don't evolve as humans, we evolve through technology. And I feel like while he had the right idea, he may have been going about it the wrong way. But I feel like his thinking on that was really interesting. You don't think so? I'm just being annoying. Like, oh. <laughs> I agree with you, but... 
he is pretty radical. That's why I like him. He's just like off the wall, like out there, like DA Sinclair. I, I respect it. Um, <laughs> first off, DA Sinclair, played by Ezra Miller, the same dude who plays the Flash in the DC universe. Yeah, random. Um, DA Sinclair is technically what you would call a transhumanist. It's a big movement just in general with the augmentation of human capabilities. Like right now, uh, I don't know if y'all seen Elon Musk. Elon Musk has his company where he um, is basically trying to make humans better. So he Mm -hmm. is testing on monkeys right now. And so he put a, Put a oh yeah, in the the, head and then the yeah. monkey could play video games. The Neuralink. Yeah, the Neuralink. That's the yeah, that's the name yeah. of it. So, they're kind of the good. same part. Yeah, they're kind of like yeah. the same. Yeah. So this is like that sort of movement to an extreme, right? And to a certain extent, I mean, DA Sinclair. Yeah, he's right. He's uh, we do utilize technology for to make our lives easier from our phones to our cars to, you know, even shoes. Right. But um, it's interesting how they show some of the villains kind of having a point. Well, most of them do. (laughs) You know, like what we've seen is that there's not a lot of, I don't think any of this uh, is woke. Doc Seismic was woke. A lot of the super villains. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of the supervillains that we see, they're not just like, oh, I just want to see the city burn or I'm called I'm insane for no reason. Yeah. All of these villains have a pretty um pretty stalwart stance in in one thing. Um, and they sort of have become a villain because they're an extreme version of that, which is in a sense how super villains if they were you know real in the same sense in like our lives would mm-hmm. actually be if that makes sense you know what yeah, I mean? they would they'd, just be they'd, people like they'd all be extremists things. they'd be people they wouldn't just be killing indiscriminately for no reason mm-hmm. um we see that with titan titan is looking to provide for his family isn't yeah. trying to be a bad person all that much although that's why i was does. arguing that black rock was literally not a villain Titan, but not not Black Rock. Come on, man. <laughs> he knows. He listened to episode five or what? Yeah, episode five. <laughs> yeah, no. I feel like he was the best example of that. Like that villains aren't just these natural. Like fucking Star Wars. Like Star. I hate. I kind of. I don't hate Star. I kind of hate Star Wars because of the evil, the good evil dichotomy. Like. You're either one or the other. There is no in between. Like uh, Darth Vader was just evil. That's it. He he didn't have but any reason for doing evil shit. He just was even, evil. Man, Star Wars gets into it even more so. Where I don't think they it's do. Not just it's just not good. I'm not evil. an expert on Star Wars. You're I'll not. say that I'm not an that expert much on is Star evident. Wars, but that's what I know from Star Wars. Well, what do you know about Star Wars, Maxwell? Uh, back to Invincible. <laughs> <laughs> You're. All right, so back to Star Wars. Oh. Darth Vader didn't oh. start off evil. He was manipulated by Palpatine. <laughs> he was a Jedi. He cared about his mom. He cared about his girl. You know what I'm saying? He didn't turn evil overnight. We got to see that. 
I got a, a few questions for y'all. Why do y'all think Omni Man didn't destroy his uh, uh, suit? He said it in that episode. What did he say? He said uh, that I guess a part of me wanted you to find my suit. Oh, he said that to I his see. wife. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what. Um, I didn't catch that. Yeah. That also, was it in that episode or? Or the next mm, one. That I might have been the maybe next, the next one because that's when him. It's probably the next like, episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So another thing is, how do y'all feel about Amber at the end of this episode? I guess I'll go first. She kind of get on my nerves. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, yeah. I understand why she would be so worried because obviously she really likes Mark, but knowing that Mark's a superhero, I'm just like, yo, lay off. Like, yeah. And then. But her episode like, seven, I get even more annoyed at her. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, uh, she's mad that he ran away. Like, what the fuck was he supposed to do? <laughs> what was he supposed to do to a mechanical man that he just saw beat the shit? Well, no, she didn't see him beat the shit out of the superhero. Yeah, she just saw him beat she the shit out of a superhero. Oh, he's gonna shit what out of him. Expect him to do? Yeah, yeah. No, um, I'm saying the mechanical dude was be- yeah, it was him. But yeah, she- you know, uh, it's, we don't know that she knew she knew that. She, yeah, I think funny. she does. I think she knows that. It, it's such a weird thing because I feel like both in the comics and the show, they don't fully do Amber justice. In the comics, she's just an idiot. And she has no idea that uh, Invincible is a superhero. Um, and so at the end of the comic where they're at... at um, college he like oh i'm invincible and then she basically falls head over heels for him and it was just kind of whack because amber in the comics is sort of just like a plain jane basic girl Mm -hmm. in the show she's more complex uh and sort of more of a better fleshed out character but i also don't like that she's completely um that she doesn't understand the need for a, 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 a secret identity. We're not like, there yet. I, I'm, I'm not sure what she expects. Like she knows that Mark is a superhero to some extent. She knows that that's, that's on why the next, that's on the next episode. So then she has her suspicions or whatever. What does he not really, re- uh, not, not yet. Her? That's the, that's the beginning no, his, of the next episode. His, his homie found out this episode. Okay. Yeah, episode. William so, found out. It's not confirmed episode. just yet. But okay. Like so, said, suspicions. So, so, so to speaking to that, um, up to this point, she broke up with him. Right. And so mm-hmm. I don't blame her for that in this situation. Right. I think she was more scared and she didn't want to be, uh abandoned you know what i mean i guess i can see that yeah it it says a lot it says a lot to someone's character um as to what they do in a situation where they could run or they could look out for someone that they say they care about you know i guess i guess as the viewers we know what's really going on but to her it probably just seemed like he just took off on her ass (laughs) exactly you know he he essentially abandoned her um and even though his intentions were good she doesn't know that all she knows is that mark is this shady dude that she sees that is constantly flaky and then at the first hint of some danger 
he's gone. You know, mm. like that's some weak shit. I feel like right. And she was about to bust down at a party. SMH. SMH. Why it's a hot girl summer, I guess. Oh my god! Stop. What'd you say, Dave? He was. Marco's getting his ass beat. What else is new? Wait, Mark. Mark took one dub this episode. He smacked D.A. Sinclair. That's it. When he smacked D.A. Sinclair. Hey, and that was a a team of a regular ass human. We'll 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 put in more work on D.A. Sinclair. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're fucking right. You're right. Will did way more work than Mark. (laughs) What a regular ass human. That's literally like me fighting a baby, pretty much. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Uh, (laughs) No, that's the equivalent. He's a he has super strength, and he hit a regular ass person. That's literally like. This episode was funny just because Mark just took L after L. He couldn't beat the first robot thing because the thing (laughs) killed itself. Otherwise, he was getting his ass beat. And then he went down down in the sewers and got to business some more. And dude, they were saved by one out of him. They were being they the were fuck fucking out of that man up. Yeah, that Will shit was, was the gross, real hero the of that episode. Oh, Will, also, Will was literally the hero of that episode. Yeah, Will was. Um, Doug Cheston at the beginning of the episode, the drunk guy <laughs> in the bushes. Oh yeah, y'all know who that is? Oh yeah, Doug Cheston. No, no who's who's that? that's Justin Roiland. He plays everybody in Rick and Morty and created Rick and Morty. Oh, that's, that's he plays the wow. voice. He plays the the voice of Doug Cheston. That dude is so funny. <laughs> Just being drunk and out of control, and then uh, being abducted. He's like my dad's a, a piece like of my president. Some shit. <laughs> he is like I'm Doug Cheston. He's like my my dad owns a building, and then they he like <laughs> and he's like that building. <laughs> I thought there's Doug a Cheston. It's uh, fucking social media is hilarious. There's a Doug Cheston that replies to all of the Invincible Twitter's uh, tweets. I don't know if y'all follow Invincible headquarters on Twitter, but they're funny. And Mm -hmm. I guess a lot of fans have just made accounts based on certain characters. So there's like a Doug Cheston account on Twitter that just tweets obnoxious shit. Yeah, that's... That's pretty wild. Did y'all see that fucking wing stop? All right, let, we, we can save that for next episode. Oh my god, I have. Yeah, <laughs> I know. we can wait. Yeah, we gotta save that for next episode because. All right, ratings. <laughs> yes, Marcus, what'd you rate this episode, baby? Bright? I rate this episode an eight. Um, because even though I don't, I feel like the show doesn't. I, with this show, I either care about Mark's social life or I care more about the action. We've gotten a lot of action in the last couple of episodes, so I'm cool with just seeing the, the sort of um, the, the, the side shit, right? His personal human life. So I give it an yeah. eight just because okay. um, I think it did well with establishing where he falls in his most important personal um relationships outside of his mom and his dad right uh and that sort of humanizes mark more which i think is 
sort of one of the most important things to see as we get towards the end of the season. So in eight. Gotcha. Uh, Alex, ratings? I'd probably give it an eight as well. Um, While I don't like it as much as the previous episode, I think it was still pretty cool. Um, Like the fight scene at the end um, where he's fighting all the robots. I did enjoy that. And it's just kind of see, it's kind of funny. It's like almost like a joke to see Mark get his ass beat at this point. So just like, this is kind of funny to me, like kind of somewhat enjoyable, like a guilty pleasure almost. But um, I thought the tension between him and Ember and like trying to balance like his relationship with like his superhero life is reaching a boiling point. So I I actually did find that pretty interesting. So I give it an eight overall. So got you. I don't want to see that, man. What is that? Is that Aaron? Yeah, it's Aaron. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway. Uh, Anyways. Devon, yeah, Devon, what you, you give it? I'm going to give it an eight as well, I guess. Like eight. I said, I like the work-life balance that Mark got going on. I also like seeing him give me that work. I like the surrounding of to me, too. Um, to see Debbie confront Omni Man about killing the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, she know that fool line. Fuck you. What'd she say? Fuck you, Nolan. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't like try and like kill his wife also. That's but the thing. He I loves his wife. He was about to pop her. Yeah. Yeah. He loves his family. And then uh, we also did see the Molly twins. They have to some dirt again. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love the Molly twins. I love the Molly twins. Molly twins are my favorite characters on the show, and uh, what they're this is like it's like, oh, shit they're digging up, they're about to get the immortal's body. Like, that's some of my favorite, shit. yeah. Oh, yeah, they sure where they needed that insurance. Um, I, I would give Eric, what'd you give the episode? I I'll give this up. All right, y'all. That's the pod. <laughs> that's the pod. That's the pod. <laughs> you better watch your wood around. Oh my god. <laughs> turn my, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, turn my lead oh foundation. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I give it. I give would it. Would you a, give uh, it though? The episode? I would give it a I would give it an 8.1. Just, you know, just to be. <laughs> This would be because I'm the thing is, I'm different than y'all niggas. You know what I'm saying? What does the point one mean? Like, what the point point one? one, Okay, because it's a solid episode, but I feel like the sheer amount of L's that Mark took in this one episode was very entertaining to me. I I don't know why I loved it so much. It's like Marcus was saying, it's kind of just like an ongoing joke that Invincible gets his ass handed to him. And he fucking fails every time. In, in all aspects, it's comedy. Uh, I, I, I really like that. But uh, yeah, I give it an 8 point... I'm going to just say 8.5 since y'all want to be hoes about it. 8.5, Marcus, jot that down. Draw a dragon next to it. Draw me juggling seven knives next to it. You got it? I got you, man. I all right. Did well, that's, I did it. That's the episode... <laughs> That's the episode. That's the episode, y'all. Thanks for tuning uh, in. Yeah, thanks for tuning podcast in. Podcast formerly Marcus on. known 
ass. No, Tapped in. Not, damn it. That's not where oh, we at yet. Marcus, drop your Twitter name, bro. Omega Marcusis, man. Forget all that other noise. You know what I'm saying? Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram. Bookmark my link tree. Buy prints. Buy stickers. And that's it. Man's multifaceted. Alex, what you uh, <laughs> drop your links, bro? Man, you know, Twitter, I'm Men's Luberderm, keeping it greasy per usual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I'm a lotion. Oh, if you need the lotion, holler at me. Um moisturize. Instagram, Instagram or Instagram I'm Alex the OG. Follow me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Back. I ain't got no links just yet. Uh follow, follow his drop. uh model. What is it? What's the website for models? Model society account? Back page. I don't know. Back, yeah. <laughs> I'm on back page account too. Follow Alex on back page. He's about to go live. Alex actually I got, I got great rates. I got great rates. He about to go live on Backpage. For $50, <laughs> Alex will tell you he'll eat bananas off your chest. <laughs> and then oh we got Shoddy. Shoddy, tell him. Devon, drop your uh, Twitter name, broski. follow me. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that's the pod. That's the pod, y'all. Uh, it's the formerly known as tapped in so go ahead and tap in y'all peace peace bye